Somebody get this big walking carpet out of my way. Chewy. We're home. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Walking Carpet. Joseph here. No, not Joseph. Josiah Leroy with me today. Don't mess up my name oh intentionally, my you, you just damn Spoiler fiend. alert. Can you please tell me next time you're going to blow the introduction like that? Okay. I'm going to do it uh, 10 seconds ago, and now I'm going to introduce myself. And it's going to go very well. My name is Seth, and I'm here on Walking Carpet for the first time in uh, months. I, since the uh, last Jedi predictions, uh, back we did with like Pavlok and Beta and everything, right? A baker's dozen. A baker's dozen of uh, of time since then. And who is to my right? I don't know. It's me! <laughs> Sam B. Yes, it is. Hey. The artist formerly known as Sam Service. Yep. <laughs> so, walking carpet. It's been a while. Uh, mm-hmm. Star Wars. Next week, little known movie Goodness coming out. Goodness gracious. Less than two weeks Yay! away. <sighs> About a week away. It's Maybe it's, less by the time you're hearing this. Yeah, that's a little outrageous. I can't... I, yeah, sinking in still. I'm so excited. <laughs> so what are you what are you thinking here? We we've got no agenda. We've got it's a blank slate. A blank. It's a blank canvas. canvas. Yeah. In the form of a blank notepad. Yeah. To talk about today, for Star Wars: The Last Jedi, maybe even a little Star Wars: The Phantom Menace. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll see. <laughs> oh, those idiots that are covering Star Wars: The Phantom Menace like it's their job. Charge our stinks. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, I can't believe I said that. This guy over here, this Tomcat, uh, Tomcat. came up with a a couple real barbs in his uh, newest (laughs) defense theater video regarding the Phantom Menace. Uh, Look out for that. I'm not sure if this podcast will be out before then, probably. I am a new new dope. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's good. So, uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi. Audacity is not responding. Hang on. Let's see if this plays out. It'll be entertaining. Okay, good. It kept going. All right. So. Uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi, what are you guys thinking? How excited are you? Are you as excited as you were when Force Awakens came oh. out? Um, well, I think with uh, which e- each kind of like big brand comeback like this, I think nothing quite matches the uh, the fervor of the first one coming back. You know, episode one, episode seven, you know, the first one of a new trilogy, like a, a trilogy that you didn't actually think would exist. Um, so I think I think all around uh excitement for, for for me it's about it's about even with force awakens but i think for everyone in general it's gonna it's like uh you know about the same maybe a, a touch less because that's just what happens with general audiences but i am at least as excited i think i was nervously excited for force awakens not knowing what we were getting into what these characters were going to be like mm-hmm. what the production would be the first non george lucas film the, the first, first look into this new era yes a brand new era some of the older characters, how they were going to come back. J.J. Uh, mm. Abrams having his hands all over this. Right. Uh, it, it is my favorite Star Wars movie still to this day. Uh, oh, wow. But, Sam, what are you feeling going into Last Jedi? I have to agree with Seth. I'm excited, but it's a different kind of excited. Totally. I'm excited for, like, I'm hoping for more of an original story. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks a lot darker, like Empire Strikes Back, and that's what I'm hoping to get out of this. Yeah. I don't want it to be a copy and paste of Empire Strikes Back. We already got that with uh, The Force Awakens. Okay. Yeah. I did yeah. <laughs> no, it's a popular theory. It's a it's a popular criticism. Yeah. I, I don't I don't agree with it personally, but it is yeah it, it's something. I think yeah. any similarity we saw was more of a almost throwback. Yeah. Uh, to the original. Yeah. yeah. But. Uh, yeah. No, I'm saying. I'm excited. I'm excited to see where the trilogy is going because I think this is gonna be like 
this is gonna this is gonna be it this is gonna be like the meat and bones i think of the or the meat and the potatoes of the story and i i need to know of this like trilogy yes of okay. this trilogy um i need to know like where they're going are they going to be getting rid of the jedi who's the last jedi is it luke mm-hmm. it is um luke. yeah, yeah Fine, it, it yeah. is yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so i uh, i would say so this is going to clock in at two hours 44 minutes that's a podcast uh, this podcast. Woo! Oh, I'm sorry. It's That's so longer than Geek of Thrones. Giant bomb up in here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ironically enough, The Last Jedi is also two hours and 44 minutes. Ah. Yeah. So the, definitely the longest Star Wars movie to date. Um, I'm completely fine with that. I Me no too. Issues. As am I. I have no worries with what Ryan Johnson did. Just completely tell the story. Let let whatever moments breathe, want to breathe, and complete arcs and develop characters. Awesome, go to it. I love character development, and that's what I'm so pumped up for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. Overall, I'm just really excited for, uh, for uh, you know, Ryan Johnson was always everyone was always really excited for what he was going to do with this based on his previous work and how much kind of an of an independent auteur he's been in the past, and uh, he just it, uh, comes across as so smart and thoughtful. He's made great movies, and uh, now, before Last Jedi comes out, obviously we all know he's been handed the reins of a brand new trilogy after this, so Lucasfilm surely is, is very excited a about lot what of faith. he made. Yes. A lot of faith in him. That's a very big deal. Yes. So, um, yeah, it's... Uh, so there's a lot of arcs going on uh, to yes. tell in that two hours and 44 minutes. We have... Uh, Kylo Ren's story. We have Ray's story with Luke. We have Finn off with Rose Tico right. after he recovers from his injuries there. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know yet uh, specifically how that may tie in with Leia's story or Poe's story, where those are mm-hmm. probably less prominent stories. But I would say, I would venture to say that we've got three main arcs there with Kylo Ren and, and what he's dealing with, with his personal struggles, mm-hmm. Ray's story along with Luke, mm-hmm. and then Finn's along with him, uh, you know, clearly going undercover in the first order. What about um, Poe? I think I think Poe's story, odds are it, it it it's more of a subplot. Yeah, maybe it ties into some of the other ones. But I think I, it's I very much that. tied into the Resistance and Leia and Admiral Holdo and and them. I, I think it's all kind of part of the same thread. I, yeah, I would say. I think so. Uh, now, out of the Force Awakens, we obviously got one of the best cliffhangers. That. Oh yeah. I you know I I wasn't mad at it. But I was like, oh, my gosh, I, was, I want episode eight tomorrow. I was really when I was watching it. It's a big deal to me to see Luke. Luke is a childhood hero for me. He's my guy. He's the one I most relate to because I'm a whiny little idiot. He's a too. Jedi. Um, and <laughs> Jedi. Uh, and he's a uh, yeah. And he's you know, <laughs> the classic hero archetype and everything. And, uh, and he's just a character I always admired. And I, w- I, w- I was really uh, afraid watching Force Awakens for the first time that we weren't going to see him at all. I thought when they went into hyperspace after leaving um uh Star Killer? D- 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 Car. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, th- that they would blast off and then they would leave that open. I um, thought so too and, uh, th- and then they like they get to, and then they like get to the island. I thought they would cut off here. So like I I, I thought I kept thinking that it, so by the time we actually did see him even though he didn't say anything uh and it was left like that, I actually found that really satisfying cuz I thought we would get less. Um Going into the movie, into Force Awakens, were either of you nervous? Not that we wouldn't see Luke, but that he would be portrayed as someone who maybe made some poor choices or went to the dark side or, or no. there was even a, a bit of a theory out there that he was with or was Kylo Ren before I, that was I revealed. I remember that. I remember that. That was really interesting. Um, it was interesting the, the way. Oh, that, I kind of wish that's what happened. That, theory was talk, <laughs> that would be, yeah, that would be a shock. Um, uh, 
That would be almost as shocking as like finding out that Darth Vader was Luke's father. Like if yeah. Kylo Ren had ended up being Luke, I would have been like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I remember like a lot of that leaked concept art from early on that when Kylo Ren was like, he had like a half robot face and uh, a robotic face and like, yeah, there was like, he, he was all kind of messed up. And uh, yeah, I, re- I remember making StarWars.net um, kind of speculated and it came up with this plot theory based on that concept art that that was the spo- like the big spoiler of it was that Luke was the the, the evil guy the whole time and uh, a lot of, I remember everybody was buzzing about it online as if it was like a genuine uh, spoiler uh, which it made me kind of nervous when I caved in and read it but I when I saw it, it's like oh they're just actually speculating they're not actually going off of leaks that they've gotten mm-hmm. from. Uh, you know, from inside sources or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad that's, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I, I really actually like where Luke is going in this new one, him being kind of like wanting to break down, uh, you know, uh, archetypes and, and stereotypes that have been made about, you know, the light and the dark. Like, no, it's not as simple as that. It's like, re- it's really bringing a new do you dimension, think that, relatable dimension to. Yeah, not to completely interrupt you. I'm sorry. That's fine. Um, but do you think that it took Kylo going to the dark side for him to finally realize that there's just, it's not light it's not dark because that's what i was thinking too because my opinion is and i think they alluded to this that once that happened once kylo became kylo so ben solo and burned down the new jedi temple that he went incognito luke went incognito and was searching for that new jedi or the original jedi temple so i think that that's I think that was what spurred that. Yeah. Honestly, because yeah. Luke was trying to raise a new generation of Jedi. That's what spurred Luke's exile. I mean. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Much yeah. like it did, you know, for what it's worth, with with Yoda and Obi Wan, they were like, okay, we failed in Episode Three. We did. We weren't mm-hmm. able to completely stave off Anakin and the Emperor, and mm-hmm. they, they went into exile and waited for the right time to reappear. Yeah. I think Luke, it feels like, wanted to go into exile and just not reappear. Yeah. Um. Possibly. I, I think he he definitely has kind of a journey. I think that, um, you know, the fact that he went to this this origin of, of the Jedi Order, I feel like he's trying to ga- gain a new understanding, kind of like, you know, of all the centuries the Jedi Order has been around, I, I feel, and millennia, that I feel like he is trying to kind of rediscover, like, what is it really at the heart of this? What What's, let's like, drill down to what this is really supposed to be and take off all the, you know, the, the customs and the frills and everything. And um, so, th- so, but what remains to be seen, we kind of get a hint as to where he's at in the trailers, being kind of like uh, uh, disillusioned with the, with previous Jedi Order ways, but is it him? Is it is this really going to be like the new um, you know like the, the going forward? Like don't think about things things in terms of black and white. Like oh, Jedi I think so. Sith, or is it going to be like he's uh, he's like depressed and like Ray like convinces him to come back into the fold and he's like no I am gonna come back and I'm gonna you know do things the way I used to do it I hope for the former yeah like evolve what good and evil is you know like break down barriers of black and white blur the lines um, I think that's been a constant theme in this new canon since Disney took over is that you know there's souls there's people behind the Empire people behind the First Order yeah, the new Captain Phasma book that um, has come out. Oh, recently. I started reading that. Yeah, uh, same here. Yeah. I just picked it up about two mm. weeks ago. Um, they talk about really kind of the inner workings of of the First Order, mm-hmm. and with some of the other books that have released in this this canon, they've talked about really people like they're not these mindless, horrible, horrible people. They mm-hmm. believe what they're doing is right. Yeah, yeah. They're not yeah. just like I'm going to kill you for the hell of it. Like, I think that's been a constant theme, and I think that's all tying into Force Awakens and. 
I think everything we've gotten to this point, whether it's Star Wars Rebels, um, these these novels, the Marvel comics, I think it all ties in Rogue One into what we're headed into with The Last Jedi and this new mm. defined Force user. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think I've, I've probably touched on this in, in past uh, walking carpets, but like back when uh, when George Lucas uh, envisioned the nine movies, uh, which which he did, and he later denied that he did, but he did, and they were like originally. I think there were plans for actually four trilogies, twelve episodes. In twelve, yeah, um, but they whittled it down to nine, and then like with some spinoff movies. So basically, what's happening now is kind of what he talked about doing in like in the early eighties. Um, yeah, the, like the the middle trilogy, the. Um, the four, five, and uh, six were supposed to be more kind of like um, action adventure, comic booky type of stuff, um, with like you know black and white, you know good and evil type stuff. Uh, the prequel trilogy was supposed to be more, um, more kind of like Machiavellian, like stage play, elaborate costumes, like a different tone, which it, it, to an extent it kind of was. Yeah, it kind of worked that way. Um, and then episode seven was supposed to be more kind of philosophical and meditative, and more blurring the lines between good and evil. I, I know that that. It, it, I'm so 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 curious about what George Lucas's notes they they gave Disney for for the sequel trilogy were that they supposedly discarded because it really seems to me like what they are doing is kind of in the same vein of what he had envisioned you know because that's when I when I heard about what George Lucas would have done with sequels and now I look at what they're doing with these like it's there's a lot of uh, parallels between what I envisioned back then and what I'm seeing now which is great because I I think George Lucas's overall vision is uh is a really good thing i think when you get down to the nitty-gritty of directing and writing dialogue i think that's best left to other people but i think yeah. his story concepts and his broad ideas are brilliant like yeah Indiana Jones absolutely yeah. so many of the things he's no, I, yeah. I think yeah. i think he's been tarnished a little from his prequel trilogy and i get it you know it obviously it was far from perfect but uh going along with what you said for what lucas had originally planned yeah in the revenge of the sith um commentary so he did a dvd commentary for it george lucas himself Mm -hmm. and he mentioned that the original trilogy was supposed to be about the kids Mm -hmm. in his mind the prequel trilogy would have been about the parents Mm -hmm. and the sequel trilogy he said seven eight nine if i were to ever do that Mm -hmm. would be about the grandchildren Mm -hmm. so it seems like that's kind of where we're at and i think Mm -hmm. disney probably took more than they're willing to say in terms Mm -hmm. of influence Mm -hmm. from what he wrote yeah for those well I think it was Lucas who said they di- they didn't do what I laid out for them. It wasn't them that said we're not doing this, right? Am I re- so remembering that? Originally, what I heard was Disney had kind of just taken the scripts for seven, eight, nine, and ideas for ten, eleven, twelve, and mm. just disbanded them. Yeah. But when Force Awakens had gone to preview, Lucas was able to see an mm. early screening of that. Mm-hmm. And he, he said this is the movie the fans would have loved. Because we talked about it in the very early days of Geekiverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, YouTube yeah, channel. I remember this. And um, he didn't like it. I he think gave like kind of like a backhanded compliment of yeah. like, yeah, they well, they made it for the fans, uh, but not what I would have done. Well, because like, like, why would yeah, why would he go back and do things he already did? That's not George Lucas's way. He would have wanted to do something different. Well, not different. It would felt like a Star Wars movie, but it wouldn't have been like a fan service to do four again. Sure, sure. I mean, it. I will say it blows my mind to this day how I look at Force Awakens. I, I've grown up my whole life a huge Star Wars fan, needless to say. But when it came to Force Awakens, and even, I, you know, I watched, uh, that was kind of a, a thing for me to watch all the movies leading up until Last Jedi, and I just finished mm. it. I still get goosebumps seeing that end scene with Luke. Or yeah. 
the lightsaber flying into Ray's hand. I get absolute I always, chills right now. I've yeah. got goosebumps <laughs> like thinking about that. Like, it's freaking cold in here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah cold in here. All right, no. let's see what yeah. Alexa but, says. <laughs> don't bring a light. This is a three-person panel. We don't have a mic for Alexa. Oh, um, so I'm going to back to <laughs> what you were talking about, Seth, about um what Luke's journey is going to be. It's 70. I think it honestly is. It's a lie. I think it's a little bit of both. I honestly think that Luke had no idea what the original Jedi um, council was like or what the lifestyle was Mm -hmm. because it was all gone by the time he was an adult. And all he had were like the tales that Obi-Wan told him. So of course he went looking for like the truth. And I think, honestly, he knows that the system is broken, so he wants to change it. But at the same time, he's depressed because, mm. you know, his nephew, mm. his nephew, the one person that he thought would uphold, like, uh, he probably poured his heart and soul into training this kid. Ultra powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And he turns around and I'm, uh, he killed, like, a whole bunch of people that were. That's what um, we think. Yeah, that I mean, were we probably close. For sure, yeah. That were probably close to Luke, and he just lost his way so when that s- happened. The story is, you know, he burned it down. He did what Anakin did, essentially. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, hopefully not yeah. younglings. Yeah, and <laughs> right, Luke's probably like, yeah, of course. Like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. And so, mm-hmm. I and I honestly, like, seeing the trailers now, and the one part where he's like, I've sensed power like this before, or only once before. And, like, he looks so terrified when he's saying that line. Like, it's like mm-hmm. awe and terror. Like, he's like, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I'm going to stop you right there. Who do you think he's talking to there? I think he's talking about Ray. So who, mm-hmm. who, or who? Who's who he it talking is? to? Or I think he's talking, oh, like, talking to about that power. Mm-hmm. I think he's talking to Ray about it. I think that's what the trailer wants us to believe. Who do you think? I think I do think that trailer has a lot of intentional misdirection. Absolutely. Um, oh yes. Yes. Um, There's uh, a piece about we, that at a well-known website called thegeekiverse.com. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've, that's what I'm get, lifting this idea from. Uh, so, uh, yeah. I mean, um, so who you see he's talking to in that shot? Um, I've seen power like this before. To, I mean, I do. Th- so you're saying like they want us to think he's talking to Ray about Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. And you're saying or, you have another you know, idea on that. So there's two thoughts there. Yeah. If he if he's talking to Ray, which I could see, it yeah. seems like that's not like terribly cut up and far fetched. Yeah. Yeah. That because she's super powerful, as we learned at the end of Force Awakens. Yes. Yeah. Just naturally ridiculous. Yeah. And it seems like Ray and Kylo Ren share that ridiculous power, which yes. leads to other thoughts. But if he let's say he's talking to Ray, I think he could be talking about Kylo Ren. Emperor Palpatine or Darth Vader. Likely mm. more or so Snoke. Palpatine or Snoke. Mm-hmm. That's the fourth person I listed in yeah. that thing. Yeah. Uh, Palpatine would make sense because Luke was a young kid in mm. Empire and said, you know, I'm going to save my friends, basically. He was defiant. Yeah. He was like, yeah. It didn't scare me before. Yeah. Return of the Jedi, he, he, he comes within inches of his life mm-hmm. before yeah. Vader saves him. Yeah. So maybe that was a thing that didn't scare him. Yeah. Snoke is rumored to be ridiculously powerful. If you've read up on any of the Star Wars theories mm-hmm. or even things in the canon that allude to his abilities, mm-hmm. that he can just crush entire 
people or like he he harvests the force from people like heard, we may have seen from Ray in the trailer. I've 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 heard the idea. I like the idea that he's some kind of like a force vampire that he's like a, yes. a Dracula type figure, which is why he wears like this opulent gold robe because he has like this regalness about him and he's like this evil count that that drains people. I thought I thought that was really I like that. You know, I yeah, I Dracula's too. a great villain, so if they this is kind of a Star Wars version of that, that's that's something new. Uh Han Solo says you know, maybe not for nothing. In episode seven, he'll to Kylo Ren, his son, he'll crush you when he when he's done with you. To how he was literally so, meaning like he's really he's gonna squish you. He he absolutely. Gonna, you see how big he was in that hologram? He's huge. Like <laughs> he's, gonna, he's gonna go. You, you've seen like the he's freaking Godzilla man. Yeah, yeah. You've seen the people do I'm crushing your head thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it came from Snoke doing it to real people. Yeah, that's where the kids in the hall got it from. Yeah, um, yeah that's it's a possibility, and it's probably a little far fetched, but. Maybe it's true. I mean, yeah. I mean, I do think he's probably uh, more powerful than uh, yeah than other villains we've seen. But they've also Andy Serkis has been talking a little bit more about Snoke lately about how he's suffered these like injuries in the past and it affects like how he views things now. He's vengeful. Yeah. So curious about what's going on with him. Um, Yeah. I do think he's he's definitely not like a he's a new some new character. I think so. Um, But he's I'm interested to see how they might. Uh, tie him into the past if he was some kind of a presence that was around during the original trilogy, the prequels. Well, I wish they've already said that he was around mm-hmm. for those eras. Which I, I believe. I think he was there. We just didn't know it or he wasn't referenced. But I, I kind of think that's where they're going. The uncharted um, reaches, uh, the the unknown regions of the galaxy is something they've been talking about more and more in like the new canon and everything. Like that concept of the be- the beyond of, of Star Wars galaxy that, you know, things might come from or go to and to hide and Oh my gosh, like did you that, just say Snoke is Nathan Drake? Yeah, you just say Uncharted. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you. How could Kylo! you? <laughs> I don't think. No! I'm not detecting a, an appropriate enough amount of smarm from Snoke to be Nathan Drake. I sure hope not, damn yeah. it. But. Uh, so, with. Uh, tying back a little bit to what you guys said with Luke and. Um, Wanting to dive deeper into the ethics, I guess, of the Jedi and the former Jedi Order. Yeah. I think that in some way, shape, or form, whether we see it in the movie or not, he's communicated with the ghost of Anakin Skywalker. Oh, interesting. Uh, yes. I, I mean, it makes sense. Uh, yeah, we, we haven't seen anything uh, resembling Force ghosts in this new in the new trilogy so far. The only thing are the voices during Correct. Rey's Force back. Um, so that's something we should see. I mean, that was a you know I, we didn't see any. Oh my gosh! The, ori- yeah. the prequels, but that's who he could be talking to. So the thought is in, in oh yeah. yeah yeah like he's like I've yes. all, yeah yes. Yeah. The thought is if if it's not Ray, which seems like the obvious choice. Yeah, it's possible that he is talking to his his father, which I would think is the coolest thing in the world. If really what if it's not? What if it's Yoda? Or Yoda. It could yeah. be Yoda. Yeah. It could be Obi-Wan. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking it would be, I mean, it would be cool if it was his father, but I feel like it'd be more of a mentor. I've, those three are obviously the pop- popular choice for, you know, who he could be talking to. What if it's like Kieti Mundi? <laughs> <laughs> what if it's Jar Jar? <laughs> it's Jar Jar. Jar Jar Force. Is in hell. Jar Jar in hell. I uh, my, my theory is that that is Anakin Skywalker that he's talking to there. That would that, be great. Uh, well, I think that Anakin 
well, clearly. So here's the here's. So who would be playing Anakin? Would it be Hayden Christensen? Because he has been rumored to be around the set. I re- I'm fine I with that because that. he's under different direction here. He's not under George Lucas, who gave nothing. Yeah. Yeah. They, they would say, okay, George, how do you want me to? What What's my mindset here? And he he gave him nothing. He said, well, just here's the script. So <laughs> I, I I think I a lot of the acting is from I him. Yeah, I remember uh, Samuel L. Jackson talking about contrasting George Lucas's direction with uh, Quentin Tarantino's actually, and you asked like Quentin Tarantino. Oh, what's going on with my character in this scene? And he'll go on for like an hour. And then you ask George Lucas, like, what's going on in this scene? Is, There's a monster over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how big is it? It's really big. <laughs> 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 Thanks, George. <laughs> they, they, uh, I read something today, too, like that. Uh, Leia Organa. So for episode eight, Carrie Fisher was asking about a scene to Ryan Johnson. Yeah. And, uh, Ryan Johnson just kept going on and on. <laughs> and I cannot remember the phrase that Lucas used to use, but it was basically, it was a uh, faster and more intense, something like that. Faster and more intense. Ba- so yeah. It was something like that. It's basically like faster. Yeah. Again, faster. It, it, that was the thing. So <laughs> he rambles and rambles and then kind of stops himself. And Carrie Fisher looks at him and goes, so faster and more intense. And he goes, yes, faster. And more intense. <laughs> so a little bit of a callback to George Lucas uh, there. Like, that's I, great. I think that's, it's beautiful. It's funny. And oh, it's I love her. Time. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, so <laughs> there, there you go. That's what they were getting. They weren't getting direction. Yeah. So if Hayden Christensen has that direction, if he's in this movie, like, I know I mean, that's a big if I would freaking love that because to see him talk to Luke, that's so cool. I would, I mean, I personally, it, I mean, I don't think it would happen. I would love to see Probably not. the, well, no, no. Anakin, uh, being a force ghost isn't necessarily, you know, out of the question. I personally would really like to see him be the, uh, the older version of Anakin that we got in Return of the Jedi played by, uh, Sebastian, Sebastian Shaw. Shaw. Um, because that's, that's what makes more sense to me. And that's what, what I grew up with that version of the force ghost Anakin. Um, but yeah, if they, if they did it at all, it probably would be Hayden Christensen. And, um, yeah, I'm sure if I were Hayden Christensen, I'm like, oh, I can be in like a really good, uh, like star Wars movie. And now I have like a, a chance, like people don't like these old ones that I did with wooden, you know, mm-hmm. th- this like wooden dialogue and you know, the direction and everything. So now I have it, you know, I can, I, I, you know, I would think you would jump at the chance. So he, so he was around for episode seven and actually trained for episode seven because, um, that, original force vision scene with ray he was supposed to appear as vader but as this like horrible twisted version yeah it was like halfway anakin and halfway vader yeah like a demonic version really interesting that's intense um they ended up abandoning that but you know maybe that's that's where he is for this yeah so in talking to luke maybe he's talking about i went through the light side i went through the dark side it's so much bigger than that Mm-hmm. What Maybe if that's where Luke gets that whole gray Jedi thing from, or yeah. Ray and Kylo get there eventually? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? I'm just saying. Okay, you know how like Kylo in Episode Seven is like talking to the helmet. Yeah. What if he's actually talking to Anakin? That's a wonderful point because yeah, can you imagine? Like we think, and yeah, showing, like, the yeah, scene? yeah. It, it, we think he's talking to a helmet and he's insane, but he's <laughs> actually talking to Anakin. You well, know, I have so, questions about his motives at that well, point. Kind then. of like dark side force users. Do they have the ability? I thought that was like more of a light side thing that people force saw ghosts? force ghosts. I don't know. I don't well, think see, it's I think Kylo is a double agent, so that's oh, my know. thing. So yeah, I don't think yeah. that he's undercover. Yeah. Yeah, I've never subscribed to that theory, but uh, subscribe. That'll be eight ninety nine per month. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not a cheap theory. For this. Uh, Netflix price. I'm sorry. It's an interesting theory, and I've which is going up like, to ten ninety nine. By the way, I already pay eleven ninety nine. Wait, really? Yeah, because I 
I'll whore it out. <laughs> I have multiple profiles, and like, oh, if you want like yeah. four people to watch at the same time, you have yeah. to pay for more money. More you have than to pay four? more. Yeah, it's uh, like an extra two dollars a month. Yeah, right? it's instead of eight ninety nine, it was eleven ninety nine. So oh, that's what I pay for because like okay. after like you get three people trying to watch Netflix at the same time, it'll kick one of you off. Yes, it does. Yeah, so that's why I pay. That, that only happens to me very rarely, so I've been able to avoid having to do that so far. But yeah, it's a my family shares Netflix, and then we sh- like so my. Immediate family does Netflix. I do Hulu. So mm. it almost never crosses o- over in terms of too many people. It's not too bad. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. That's a good yeah. tangent. Subscription. It's good. Yeah. It's good. So anyway, um, yeah. Uh, so Kylo Ren. Uh, Double agent. Mobile. We were talking. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. But no, you said, Sam, you didn't like Luke's direction in this movie. Seth does. No, you said you do, right? No. What do you mean as far as direction? Uh, so you said you didn't like him almost portrayed as the anti-hero at this point. Oh, yeah. No, I don't like that. I'm so sad that, like, I, like Luke, like you were saying, was like a hero. And right. to see him fail, like, or see him feel like he failed makes me sad. And I'm like, no. I like the emotional weight of it. Yeah, I do. No, he looks, hor- like, horrible. Like, he knows he failed. He looks like he failed. And, like, he, he just looks like a little hermit. Like, he's just giving up. I... I don't know. I, I still get the sense that he does have a purpose and, and he has a... Mi- I think he is, like, depressed and there is tragedy to what's going on with him. But I... Well, from what I've seen so far, I don't have the idea that, that he's given up. Like, I see... Uh, like, like I said, I'm, I see his evolved views on the Force and Jedi and Sith to be more of, like, a, less of a giving up and more of a reinventing the idea and uh, just... A, and just humanizing both sides kind of uh kind of thing but i don't know there's probably truth to i mean he is he is absolutely broken from what happened too oh yeah so it's it's definitely yeah he didn't just create the next darth vader it was his nephew yeah that that's That's, how i feel like he's guilt right yeah exactly and if kylo killed people who were close to him which mark hamill like he said it has nothing to do with the story but he's like giving like luke in his head like this traumatic backstory oh yeah so go over that so sam you have a thread today something that said basically mark hamill was it's not it has nothing to do with the actual story but to get to that emotional depth that he had to he created a backstory for luke just for his own own internal use yes yeah yeah um, yeah, so he was telling, I think it was um, Entertainment Weekly, that um, he's like, I wrote lots and lots of scenarios. I made notes that he fell in love with a woman who was a widow and had this young child. He left the Jedi to raise this young child and marry this woman, and the child got hold of a lightsaber and accidentally killed himself. Um, it's really, really dark. Yeah, it? which is really dark, yeah. yeah. And he's like, um, he's like, it has nothing to do with the story, but when I think about gun violence and you read all these tragic stories of kids getting a hold of their parents' guns and killing a sibling or themselves, I mean, I had to go really to a really dark place to get to where Luke needed to be for this story. So, I mean, I don't think, I mean, obviously it's not what happened, but I think that Kylo probably killed someone or some people that were really, really close to Luke besides like Leia and Han. I mean, obviously. Um, and that could have also what broke him. I feel like... Uh I think he fa- he feels like he failed him. Like I think and he knows that he order, yeah. yeah that he failed uh, Kylo. Well, it's like and, Yoda kind yeah. of in Episode Three. You see how beat up he is, and he he says he's failed. He's got to go into exile. I think that's kind of what we're seeing with Luke. But maybe this is where the story veers off instead of following like the Empire Strikes Back kind of mm-hmm. pattern. I guess. Uh, do you guys think we see Luke's? All right. Do you think we? <sighs> 
where this <laughs> does I, Luke get in any sort of lightsaber fight no. in this movie? If anything, it's gonna be like Alec Guinness, where it's like a pew pew, <laughs> like nothing's really Just, gonna happen. I heard that he had rigorously trained for one particular scene. I don't know what that means. Maybe it was climbing the Jedi steps. <laughs> 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 Listen, no offense, Mark Hamill. They, they, I heard that that's not an easy thing to do. Like it's, it's tough to breathe over there yeah, on the yeah. island. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it's like high altitude. I'm not trying to be a total stairs, ass. Repeat but takes. Hey. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I would have an, an issue with it. Yeah, but he had apparently rigorously trained for a scene that was roughly two minutes long. Uh, that tells me there's some sort of lightsaber combat and I will lose my you know what. Well, if they're like in even like trying to decode the trailer, there's a part where it looks like Ray's getting tortured. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I it looks like it's by Snoke. Yeah. So maybe definitely. it's Luke coming to her rescue. That's what I heard too. Yeah. Do you think he shows um, up? But like the thing is like it seems like Snoke's not gonna have a lightsaber because he has yeah. that ring. Well maybe it's Kylo who jumps in to protect Snoke. Interesting. I would say he would protect Ray in that that sequence kylo would protect ray yes i like that yes. <laughs> <laughs> which goes into one of my one of my theories yeah. just saying just saying what am i oh, hang on oh, okay my last jedi shirt has shipped so that's good news thank Woo-woo. you hey everybody you listening were you waiting to see find out if the last jedi it shipped it shipped okay december 5th everybody um, you have to have a subscription to Re- that yeah. rest <laughs> easy <laughs> I uh, I want to see that green lightsaber so bad. I'm so I so undecided on that. Um, I I do, do you think it's gonna it? be. Le- I don't feel like it's as big of a deal to me to see it as it uh, might be for some people. I like, won't be like super upset, but if I see it, I'm gonna you know go. Oh my gosh, it's a green lightsaber. I mean, I if we it, know that, that be a he'll good be callback. really evolved with with his force use, and that he'll be much more powerful than he used to be. Um, so there might not be any need for it. Um, but yeah, there, there's, I've, I've heard, um, consistently, I don't know. It's, uh, about one sequence kind of fight sequence involving him, not at the end of the movie, but earlier on, I don't know if you'd rather I not say, I've heard like it a lot. So it's probably something that happens in the movie that there's, um, at some point there's a possibility that the Knights of Ren storm. Yes. Octo. And there's a battle with Luke and Ray versus all of them with Kylo. Um, so, uh, and I, it seems like maybe the lightsaber isn't used there, but I don't know. I, uh, you know what? I'm just thinking about it, not to interrupt you, but like my, one of my favorite parts in the trailer is when Ray is talking to Kylo where it looks like she's talking to Kylo and she's like, I need someone to show me my place in all of this. And she like, is it him who reaches his hand out or she reaches her hand out? He reaches his hand out. Yeah. And I'm I like, that- I'm like, why would she ask him that when she has Luke? So I, I think she's oh, actually, yeah. I think she's talking the to Luke there because it looks like she's in the cave. If you look at the background behind her, there's no like flying ashes and flame, but yeah, it doesn't mean it's wrong. But yeah. he does when it, it pans to him. I think that's, yeah. I think, I that's think she's in the ta- cave with him. I think that's misdirection. Yeah. I think she probably is uh, talking to Luke because we saw something from one of the later shorter trailers, one of the TV spots that actually looked like it was Luke's half of that conversation. Yes. And so, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. So that w- she wasn't actually talking to Kylo there. I don't think. I wish she was. That'd been great. I do. I think, yeah, I think so much of the talk that Ryan Johnson's, uh, has mentioned about like, uh, Kylo and Ray being like both kind of the protagonists. They're like two sides of a coin in a sense, I guess. Um, it really intrigues me about their path. I love w- one of the th- recurring themes in, in general fiction 
that I just can't get enough of is like dichotomy about like you know this one you know like two halves of a situation if two uh, you know like a the Departed is like, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio and Matt Damon are each infiltrating, like one's in infiltrating the criminals, one's infiltrating the cops, and they both like interweave and eventually their their paths match up and just kind of having that, re- like the the reflection of the characters that are like See, dual. but in The Departed, I still felt like Matt Damon was a douchebag and he was bad. Oh, he was? No, yeah, he, yeah. No, he yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. He, he was the villain and Leo was the was the hero and they were, they were kind of two sides in the coin in that yeah, sense. Yeah. And that's just a dynamic I can't get enough of, so I'm really excited to see what they do with that. Uh, but yeah, I've I feel like, um, yeah, it, it's it seems kind of more likely to me. That you didn't ask this, and I don't, you didn't. I, so, but I'm just talking about <laughs> what I'm gonna think is happening. <laughs> that I think there's gonna be some kind of possible redemption with Kylo Ren. I don't know. What, what was your next talking so, point, though? Did you happen to see the Star Wars Instagram today? The official Star Wars Instagram? Nope. I don't no. Know. So. so they posted four pictures to each of Ray and... Oh, wait, I think oh, I, wait, did I did see it. That yes, that, yeah. That, it, I didn't know yes. that was, that's what that was from. I thought yeah. I saw it posted on the Star Wars stuff Twitter account. Yeah, yeah I, I saw it. Great I, follow, by the way. I, I saw it follow. on Facebook. I don't, I, don't, I don't really look on Instagram yeah, much. Yeah, so, Star Wars but, Facebook also shared them. Yeah, okay. Very so, intriguing, the, again, yes. the gray area... Promo. See, they're t- oh yeah, like it's it's showing like light and dark for every face, <laughs> yeah. and it and has also, their sayings. And there's the yeah. thi- there's the theater, uh, the physical uh, theater displays that show the light side with Luke, and then the dark side characters also with a darker version. Of oh Luke. yeah, so yeah, they're, yeah. So they, they, they're playing with that idea. Um, that no one is like good or no one is See, evil. That's the thing. That's, yeah, that's so the and thing. that's what it's I like, love. The lines are blurred. Everybody is just different, and we gotta yeah. can reconcile these differences. Maybe, hey man. So I predicted in, in my theory, in my theories article, and I know this has has been talked about, but that we will get a new defined force user. Um, so outside of Jedi and Sith, it yeah. seems like to me, Ray and Kylo team up to form whatever that is a new order yeah. essentially some sort of new force user and partially inspired by luke because he's yeah. he's seen the bigger picture but he doesn't want to get involved because he's you know he's burned it down his father burned it down previously so you know the skywalkers yeah. need to get out of the game yeah but i think that's where they're going with this i think That'd everything really that we've read and seen in the last four years since the canon has been reset has led to this mm-hmm. um that's do you think that this film leaves off with a cliffhanger like we got in the first one. Oh, oh definitely. I yes. Mean, I'm definitely going to say yes. Is it possible that Every movie. Kylo Ren reaches out his hand to Rey and that's where it ends? Oh, not... not that would be fantastic. Not, like, not, like, it's a spin. Like, she reached out to Luke right. and then now he, like, Kylo's reaching out to her. Oh, my God. That would end so good. <laughs> like, it'd be so good. I don't think it's going to have that, it would like, kill literal, me. it's like in the middle of a... Like I thought, like what they did with Ray and Luke was like, like cutting it way close with like, you know, cutting a moment short for the sake of, you know, for dramatic effect. Um, I can't see something quite like that happening. But, but for what it's worth, they're signed on for the next film. Like they, they are into production on episode nine, so they could pick up right where they left off. Which is really, what they're saying that they're doing with eight. Yes. They're, yeah. yeah. They're, so I don't know because I always envisioned the end of a Star Wars movie being a single composed shot of like you know a composed shot of people standing in a place you know that's that's how not a cliffhanger not a middle sentence right i mean the in general the plot is left to a cliffhanger but the sequence itself 
is kind of left on this establishing shot. Um, but I think, that, you know, I think the sequel trilogy is looking to break certain traditions, such as the fact that Last Jedi picks up right where Force Awakens left off. I was convinced that that wouldn't happen because there's supposed to be a few years in between. But, um, yeah, that's what they're doing. So I think, I don't know, maybe it will. Maybe you're right. Well, it's because it's not, be doing some unexpected it's not things. a Lucas baby. There's it's, different time frames, yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, you know, prequels, it was 10 years between one and two and then three years between two and three. Yeah. And then for four, five, six, you had three years between four and five, and then you had six months between five and six. There's six months? Yes. Fast forward like six months, huh? to seven. Yeah. It takes place immediately. Now, my next question is, how do you think this truly begins? I don't think we flash from the crawl to the handoff of the lightsaber. I think between. it starts with something first order. I, I think uh, we get a flashback. No, I think it's no, going to no. I, no, I start with her walking up the steps again. Immediately flashing from space down well, has to, to the go planet? To from space, yeah. Hmm. I think they're going to do that. So you, you were or right on the road. Yeah, I was. Maybe. That? Yeah, yeah, okay. I was. Did I you was. say there wouldn't be a crawl? Is that what it was? No, no we, we, knew, we knew there wasn't going to be a crawl, but I said it was going to show a spaceship because that's how it always starts. It's something's flying through space. A, a spaceship. Yeah. Or so. maybe, okay, no, no, no. Okay, I'm, I'm calling it right now. It starts with them. Like evacuating with Finn's body. Remember how it showed in the trailer oh, wow. that they're yeah, like evacuating? Okay. Okay, yeah. They're under oh. attack and they're trying to get Finn's body out. Okay, I could see that. I My see prediction that was that we were going to see the flashback. What do I get if I win? Uh, yeah, uh, a crisp high five. Oh. I don't, what do you want? I don't know. <laughs> a black and tan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was she like a yangling? Not a youngling, but a yangling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Anakin. Would do it. Get out of here. I don't know. Deadpool. Uh, so I think it starts back with half of the flashback of the burning down of the Jedi Temple. I think we finally get to see what that looks like. We have to in this film. Okay. We have to. I need to say, ever, I've, he I've heard the, the idea of the flashback bandied about. I don't buy that there's going to be any kind of like a s traditional flashback because Star Wars there has never been an actual flashback sequence Correct. in a Star Wars movie except so for except for seven R right but that was yeah. like a, that was a vision it was like we oh, don't yeah, know yeah, if yeah. that was a flashback that could I maintain a theory that <gasps> well, okay. it could no, be no, no, no. it could be something that's about to happen is no, what you're saying that is stuff that happened I maintain that you see the you see Bespin and oh true but what I'm saying is so that lightsaber truly has a mind of its own but anyway check out parts of that that um flashback and i think luke planted some of that in her head oh really if kylo ryan is so powerful that he can pull thoughts out of people's minds why couldn't luke plant them hmm. so well, i think true. that he put something in there that says yeah we left you on this planet when you were a little girl we never had any Jedi training. I think she had maybe a little bit of Jedi training, and she might have been the one that got away, and they were able to say, okay, we're going to put you on this planet. Boom. Mind wipe. Almost like a, a droid. Yeah. And That's interesting. Just, like, just, just a thought. Not to get, That's so convenient. That. Um, just saying. But yeah. yeah, I don't think it's like, yeah, a traditional flashback where it's just, you know, it just happens, and you see, see something that happens. I disagree with that, because she had some sort of, like, calling. Like, she was collecting rebellion merchandise on uh, ones that resemble Jakku. Luke, by the way. Yeah, like, yeah. like the, there was, like, a rebellion doll she had made, and she had taken a helmet that she kept. Right. It wasn't something that she sold and pawned off. Like, she kept those things because they meant dear to her. So she knew something about the rebellion. She knew that they were right. 
Right. But that could have been put there in her head. Oh, God. It's so convenient. I can't. Yeah, I don't know. That might be a little too... Can I go a little beta and say that might be a little contrived? Get out of here! (laughs) Contrived! The contrivance awakens! Yeah. Uh, The last contrivance. The last contrivance. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, I don't think... um, I think... Sam, you might be on the money with how it might start an evacuation of Starkiller on the Resistance side or on the First Order side. I think it's going to start with that. With, like, Starkiller Some, Base? Something, something about the military engagement in the aftermath of Starkiller Base and then go to Octo. That's what I think. Hmm. So I felt like they were so, like, dead set on making it start right where it it ended but that they gonna were going to... crawl, so there's already going to be... They're going to put other stuff in your mind before or you can, see. Right. Or they could just... To, yeah, they they can no just start task, it. They can the start it where she's just landing, like she's flying on the Millennium Falcon yeah. too. Seeing it from Luke's perspective, maybe. Oh, that would be really good. Okay, yeah, I'd be down for that. Yeah, like, I don't want to cool. retread. I'll say that I don't want her walking up the steps again. I think that's cheap. They, they wouldn't literally reuse the same foot, but if they, I so, hope if, not. If they showed it from a different mad. perspective that added something to it, it just uh, yeah, I think. Um, uh, b- by the way, I'm I'm looking forward to um, the crawl filling it like one uh, kind of. W- the weird thing about the force awakens um is that you didn't really have a clear picture of like what the situation was in the galaxy like they they mentioned things a couple times about like that there's a republic and a resistance and a first order and everything but it kind of like took a little bit of like uh like thinking to like figure where everything placed which made complete sense because they wanted to do something that uh, a story in force awakens that was really like focused on the characters and their journey and stay as far away from politics talk as possible because mm-hmm. they're the they had to reestablish you know the good faith after the the prequels did too much of that um so i'm looking forward to the opening crawl for last jedi uh since it picks up there's not actually time a time gap i'm thinking it's going to just fill in context of what's going on like the republic is is crippled the resistance is this separate private military thing and the first order is this like kind of just so adding to the, the definition of, of the of context of do you think the that there the is another star killer base just like there would be another <laughs> no, death star I don't think they're doing that thank again. god because i would <laughs> i would literally i would storm the studio <laughs> okay. and be like i'm gonna burn There's everything no down i told pete this movie was gonna be called the first order strikes back <laughs> so <laughs> they cannot do that no way, no, no way. oh my gosh well, one th- one interesting thing i think before <laughs> the uh the last jedi toys came out there was an image of a um, of a, one of the boxes from one of the toys, and it had something that looked like some kind of a new Death Star or Star Killer, Star Killer base on it. But oh, the, the, the toys have since come out, so that was that was either fake or some kind of concept that was just not that actually going to be something. That's yeah, moving. yeah. So no. no, I say absolutely not. They're not going to do be that. So lame. Uh, kind of final thought and wrapping up here. Does uh, what what do they do with Leia Organa? That's She's gonna die. Question. Nothing was reshot. That was a great. I know. I thought yeah, it was reshot. Nothing they, was they reshot. Said what, they said what they had originally is what they went with. That's yeah. they kept what he, they had at said the like, time of her passing. Well, didn't, didn't Ryan kind of say that like it's kind of in JJ's hands how to handle it? <laughs> oh, that's a douche move. <laughs> well, because <laughs> you know why? Because JJ was like, "Hey, I don't really know who Ray's parents are. Here you go, Ryan." <laughs> yeah. And then it's gonna be Colin's problem. Well, sure enough, he comes around, and you know, I bet you don't. he doesn't address it. <laughs> no. JJ's well, technically it's Chris Terrio's problem because he's the one who has to write it. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Well, they oh. had on uh, their CG is really good with like um, Rogue CG? One CGI. I'm sorry. Yes. With, oh no, um, no, that's Grand um, Moff Tarkin. Yeah, Tarkin. Yes. Like he looked really good. They could just do that for Leia. You don't I think don't, they will? No, they too prominent. They, they've said they they wouldn't do that because 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 she died shortly after Rogue One 
came out, and they 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 said pretty soon after she died that we're not going to do a digital replacement. And she okay. saw that version okay. and was like all thumbs up about it with Rogue yeah. One, obviously. Yeah. Um. And then it was a weird thing where Carrie Fisher's brother thought they meant that she was going to be in Episode Nine in some way, shape, or form. And form. And then uh, Kathleen Kennedy comes out and is like, "No, she's not going to be in Episode Nine. So, what does it mean? Like, I I'll say this. They said that they are not going to do the digital form. Right. I feel like they're going to kill her if they do off screen. I, yeah. They have to, right? Like, because episode nine was going to be her movie. Harrison right. Ford was the star of episode seven. Mark Hamill was going to be this one. And it was going to be Carrie Fisher for nine, which totally sucks mm. for a number of reasons. Because yeah. that was going to be just amazing to yeah. have, like, those three get such a nice send off. Yeah. After oh, yeah. 30 years. Uh, but. That's I, that's such a big question mark, man. Um, I think, I well, think they're gonna they're gonna ultimately have to kill her off. I I don't think that Kylo Ren does it though. Oh no, absolutely not. No. I feel like he I can't pull the trigger. That's way too obvious. Yeah. But that trailer, come on, yeah. that's gotta be. Like, no, I don't think he can do it. I honestly, yeah, I think, yeah, I think it. Yes. Yeah, but I also don't think he can do it. Honestly, so here's what I think. That's like his latch. I think it's like his last um, hold on the light side mm-hmm. is the love he has for his mother. Yeah. I assumed originally, without knowing obviously what happens in eight, that in nine she was gonna be the one to pull him back. Probably that's yeah. probably what it was. Yeah. And now they're like shit. Can you imagine <laughs> like yeah. having to do that? So yeah. I think that would have been so nice. That mm. Snoke yeah. tasks Kylo with killing her. Absolutely. Mm. Like that's his like last like like I want you to do this for me. Vader was weak. Yeah. He cared for Luke. You killed your father, Han Solo. Now finish mm. the task with Leia. Mm. Obviously, he's also taking out the Republic's top general. Oh, yeah. Aside from yeah. his mother. Right. Yeah. But and she's a Skywalker. True. Yeah. And if that maybe pulls Luke into the, the battle from out from hiding. Mm-hmm. But in, in the trailer, we see Kylo Ren smashing his helmet. I think that's on the way to killing Leia. That, oh, like he's mission. upset. Like yeah. he's like, I'm not doing this. And he kills the past, which is his own past. Uh-huh. And then gets in that fighter. Is We're meant to believe that he kills her. But I think obviously that's a red herring. And last, yeah. last second, he ends yes. up helping her out. And maybe, just maybe, he ends up going towards Ray and saying, hey, I want to be a part of this. Oh, what if she reaches her hand out? <laughs> One last thing I want to mention on that. <laughs> Daisy Ridley mentioned in the press tour this week for the last Jedi media conferences that her and Carrie Fisher have a, a scene towards the end of the film, which I think is very interesting. So mm. she makes it towards the end of the film. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe she is the one with that. Ray is tasked with bringing Kylo Ren back by Leia. Yeah. I think maybe it's like, yeah, that's, she becomes <laughs> like the surrogate, like instead of, instead of Leia bringing him back, Ray becomes the surrogate for that task. And she becomes the impetus for, for Kylo coming back. Yeah, I think that's very possible. I also think it's really funny that Leia keeps telling other people to bring her son home. Han, bring our son home. She's got Ray, shit to bring do. my son home. <laughs> Leia, get your own goddamn son. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't you care think if she you're... sits on her general ass all day. Yeah, that's what I think she's doing. Twiddling her general ass fingers. <laughs> like, go get your own son. I can just oh, see her man. grabbing him by his ear. Get it in the house. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. So if if Rey is the one that's tasked by General Organa to go get Kylo Ren back and then let's say the movie ends on that cliffhanger, which I'm mm-hmm. saying it does, 
what do they do with Leia? They I'm leave still, her alive? Well, there was Is that, it possible they leave her alive? There they was could. that early that I don't like that early rumor either. that there was some kind of a big attack on the resistance and that um, she ends up in a coma for part of episode eight. Like if that's still gonna happen, then you know maybe they just uh, I can't I can't it's hard to imagine them just saying in the the episode nine opening crawl like oh she she died she they, died they, in her sleep. No, I don't yeah. think that they can address this off screen. Meaning no, novels, comics whatever have you i think no, it no, no, has no, to no. be done on screen and we don't have to see her die i'm just maybe it's some explosion something along those lines but it's too big not to oh yeah, no absolutely really, not I, i'm at a loss as to as to how it could go based on what they've said that based on what they've said no digital replacement we didn't have to reshoot anything uh th- with 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 leia we're using her original role like i've man i i don't even remember where to begin yeah i'm at truly. a loss it's just, it's just nothing but blind speculation for me what so, a terrible! I mean, obviously it's a horrible tragedy to to have someone pass away like that. Yes. But from a production standpoint, to have to answer that question, oh my gosh, yeah. that sucks. But oh I'm sure yeah. They, I'm sure they, you know, when it happened, they called an emergency meeting to the minds at Lucasfilm, Ryan, Kathleen, everybody, Pablo, all hands on deck. Mm-hmm. You know, they figured out the best solution for it. So, uh, you know, I'm. Uh, we'll just see what we'll see what happens. But it's oh part gosh. of it's part of history now. Whatever whatever uh, the future holds in store for Leia. You don't think that like they like she was supposed to die this episode because it was supposed no, no, to be no, Luke. Like she like was she supposed, was supposed to, be to be a nine. Episode, yeah, correct. she was yeah. going to yeah. be so prominent, and I felt like Luke may have died in this episode originally. Oh yeah, same. Uh, I I think he's I think um I think he will die, but I think they probably were always saving that for uh, nine. Kind of a you know it's when Yoda died in the third episode. That's when I see that make because we just got him back. I, I don't think they're gonna mm-hmm. kill him off that soon, personally. But uh, I dearly, dearly, dearly hope that that uh, Leia and Luke do get to be reunited before the end of this movie, though. It was my I biggest really criticism with Force Luke, Awakens. Luke never got to see Han before he died, so I really hope uh, that Luke and Leia get to see each other one last time. Yeah, that would be my hope is that they get some on-screen time together. I, I don't feel yeah. like it's gonna happen, but. I it's two know. hours, 45 like, minutes. I think it totally could. I think it totally could. Because he's, he's going, you know, he's leaving Octo. We know that. Maybe he goes to Kanto Bite. I don't know. Uh, maybe he goes to uh, 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 Crate. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's God, entirely these possible. Pl- these, like, place names are horrible. No, they're not. They are so bad. They Why don't you like, Kanto Bite yourself? Y- well, you know what? <laughs> they sound like places in Pokemon. So, no. <laughs> oh, okay. So, do you hear that, everybody? Sam hates Pokemon. Wow. Oh wow! No, I just don't what like the jerk. names in Star Wars. God, I don't like the la- names in your family. Oh yeah, you don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know Turtle Neck Man. Hey, <laughs> which one yeah. are you talking to? Actually, oh both of them gosh. are not wearing turtlenecks, <laughs> but they are drinking Younglings. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> whoa, yeah. <laughs> Sam Budzinski. Only Black dumbasses have Yankees. names that end in ski. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, looks <laughs> like I'm in the clear. Hey. Oh dear. I that right. Captain Americanski. Got myself. Oops. Yeah. All right. So I anyway. actually I like this discussion a lot. <laughs> Minus the it's last very, thirty seconds. Yeah. That's 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 cut. That's that's cutting cutting room floor material. Cutting floor cutting room floor material. There cutting material floor room. This so too. what? Final thought. What do you? What do you hope? Like, what will make this an, a special experience for you? Like, you come out walking away from the movie and you're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, that was as good as Force Awakens. I think like a psychological twist. That was what would make it for me. Was it mind blowing to anybody that Kylo Ren was 
the child of Han Leia. Felt what? like somebody had to be. Um, but at the same time, going into Force Awakens, I was like, okay. Do Kylo's- we even care about Rey's lineage at this point? I do. You I still care? care? Yes. Yeah. I, but I'm not to the point where in Force Awakens, not I as was, much as I was like, oh my gosh, I have to know. Same. I was the same way. But because, and I think they've done a good job, and even Ryan Johnson said this, of making other things like their future much more important. Oh yeah. Because I, I now care about Ray. I don't give a crap if she is a Skywalker or Solo. I like her so much that like I care where she. It goes doesn't from. matter. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm but kinda, it's icing on the cake. I'm kind yeah. of attached to the idea of her actually just being a nobody, not being related to anybody. Um, You know, I think that could be a powerful thing that you don't need to be born to a special bloodline to be the hero. You know, it's like, uh, it reminds me, it's like in uh, uh, spoilers for, no, never mind. Actually, just mentioning it, I'm going to spoil this movie in case anyone hasn't seen it. Um, So I'm going to leave it. But uh, so a psychological twist, meaning like... um, Like not seeing something coming, like finding out that like, like... Kylo is really Luke thought this or Mark Hamill thought this whole thing was shocking reading the script I don't know what that means yeah I have no idea what that means I can't wait and that's what I'm excited for like I want something different and I want something that plays on the like heartstrings and like your thought process where you like you thought one thing but it ended up turning to be like what you were saying Seth about Mm. how like everything is like gray and not like people are doing these things but you know you're seeing a side of Kylo like he's not evil and like you actually end up liking him like he's doing these things for a purpose Mm-hmm. And you find out what that purpose is. And I'm way more interested to see, like, why he became a Sith. Like, what his goal is. Well, he's not really a Sith. Well, he, Possib- possibly. No, but he's not a dark really sure. He's still kind of yeah. ambiguous. But, yeah. Because, yeah, that's that's one of the reasons that I, uh, you know, I, th- I thought the way Force Awakens did a lot of what it did had a really good purpose as far as how similar it was to the original trilogy. Partially to kind of remind audiences of, like, you, you know, like what, you know, Star Wars can be reintroduced to a new generation, all that, but also possibly to rebuild these classic good and evil archetypes so that the last Jedi can then deconstruct those and evolve it. Um, so it's, it's hard for me to say what would be like, what's like the one thing I want. I, cause there's a, there's some ideas I have, but I don't want to go in with too many of my own preconceived notions. You know, I want an evolution of the concept of, of good and evil and morality. Um, you know, I'd want complete arcs. I'd want great set pieces and everything, but I, I don't know. It'll be hard for me to not really be satisfied with whatever happens. And I want to do remain open to, uh, to, uh, what, uh, you know, Ryan to his vision. So I'll just, uh, you know, I just something that's complete, something that flows, something that's surprising. I guess that's the general idea of what I want to see. But when Force Awakens ended, I was like, this is over. Like, mm. I don't feel that way about a lot of movies. I'm usually like, okay, I'm ready to leave. Yeah. That one, I could have gone on for a few more hours. I was ready to go. Mm-hmm. That's what I want out of Last Jedi. I think we'll get that with Ryan. I think we'll get a little bit of the, um, continuation of the force awakens in terms of style and substance mm-hmm. and i think we'll also get a fresh new look on it from ryan's perspective yeah. uh and you know obviously lucasfilm loves him what, yes. whatever that means he's getting his own star wars trilogy like that with that's free, unprecedented which, which, which is free creative independence that's basically like it's like a new george lucas situation where exactly he's just the master of his own trilogy do you think that because he kind of like because you remember how George was saying that he didn't really like The Force Awakens. Like, he didn't really come out and say that, but he said it was for the fans. Do you think right. that he, Ryan came back and was like, I'm going to pick up the pieces of what 
Disney had left on the floor as far as like what George wanted and slowly put some of those ideas back into The Last Jedi. And that's why they're like, you know what, you're true to like what we wanted to have happen with the storyline, which is why we're going to give you the spinoff trilogy. He clearly fit. Yeah, because he has the heart and the soul. Yeah. 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 Colin Trevorrow did not mesh with their vision and neither did uh, Miller and Lord for the Han Solo movie. Right. So, Um, you know, Gareth Edwards, they liked a lot. But they love Ryan Johnson and J.J. Abrams, obviously, with what he did for Force Awakens. Yeah. So I'm super intrigued and almost uh, at ease knowing that like J.J.'s coming back for episode nine. So we mm. kind of know a little bit of what we're getting. But mm. I'm excited to see J.J. evolve what Ryan takes into yes. his own consideration. And I really am looking forward to um, what this screenwriter Chris Terrio brings to mm-hmm. it. Um, Cause he, uh, you know, he, he has lately has a bit more of a mixed track record because he's been tasked with kind of rewriting some of the DC movies. Like I think he had a writing credit on justice league and on Batman V Superman. Yeah. Um, but he won an Oscar for screenwriting on Argo, which was, he was the sole screenwriter on. So um, I think, you know, I like a lot of what he does with, um, you know, dialogue and kind of the scene ideas. So I'm, uh, I think him and JJ can make a really great combination. JJ, like you said, evolving from Force Awakens and adapting what, you know, taking Ryan Johnson's lead on it. Um, yeah, I think it could be great. I got the sense from Trevorrow. He, he always seemed to be kind of a weird pick for episode nine. I think so too. And uh, I really got the sense that he was basically like what the, um, I'm not recalling the name off the top of my head, but the director of Return of the Jedi was basically just like a competent director that was basically, you know, according to what we know, it seemed like he was kind of just doing what George Lucas told him to do. George Lucas didn't actually want to direct it. So he kind of, this guy was just like, you know, just do what the studio wants kind of. I got the sense that Trevorrow was, he was just like a closer. He was just like somebody just kind of like do this, just don't ruin it. Just, you know, finish this. So um, I, I got the sense Trevorrow, that. Trevorrow, is he the one who directed Jurassic, Jurassic World? World. <laughs> so I got the sense that that was what Trevorrow might've been. But now I, I feel like that it could be, I feel like the potential with episode nine is raised now with JJ and Chris Terrio and. I think so too. Yeah, like I, it's it's tough to be excited for the like the second closest film, but yeah, <laughs> man, like JJ killed it with Force Awakens. I can't imagine yeah. what he's gonna do with that. So, um, I I thought it was shocking to a point that Ryan Johnson didn't come back, and now I know why because he's he cor- got his own cor- trilogy to of work course, on. Yeah, and you know these and these things, you know these developments that that we this breaking news that we find out about generally are like done deals behind the scenes like months beforehand mm-hmm. so these are things that have you know been in the works uh, for a while and also you know yeah ryan johnson was probably already developing ideas and agreed to do this the the sequel his his own uh trilogy before trevorrow was kicked off of uh nine so that's probably that, that, might, that might be part of the reason why he could, he was already obligated to do this other thing so that's why I think Ryan Johnson said recently that he was never really on the table to do episode nine. It's because he was tasked with this new uh, this new thing. So, did you know Ryan pitched that to Lucasfilm? Uh, no, I don't know if I did know that. No. So Ryan had th- that's so great. I he love that. Came to them, came to Kathleen, and said, basically, like I have an idea and I want to write my own trilogy. And then yeah. they they hashed it out, look over looked over some of the details and. Mm-hmm. Handed him the keys to his own trilogy. That's so good. That's not, not a single movie. Now, a trilogy. what is it about? Yeah. Is it just we know nobody no, knows? All we know is he said it's just like no characters in any other movies. It's completely unexplored territory, places you've never seen, a time period like completely unrelated from the Skywalker saga. So it's something you've never seen. It's not going to be connected at all. 
So, um, the yeah, fresh start. Most people, including myself, the first thing they thought of is, oh, he could go thousands of years in the past and do an old Republic thing. I but would he, love I think that. He just said that he's not doing Knights of the Earl. It was like he said, like I love that. I love yeah. that game, but uh, you know, it's like I think because because. Because then he d- he does that. Then there's preconceived ideas like, oh, is Revan or Bane or you know I these think people going to be in it in the future somewhere? You think so? Yeah. I think it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's not even clear where it fits into the timeline, but it's just kind of yeah, expanding that. Just his creative. It's just awesome ideas of just like what else could exist in this galaxy. That's that's really exciting. So Last Jedi next week, Han Solo in five months, six months, Episode yeah. Nine, a year and a half after that. Yeah. Uh, very likely the Obi-Wan movie a year after that, uh-huh. and then new trilogy. So right. no shortage of Star Wars films coming up. Correct. But uh, they are in good hands, I think. So Yes, I'm, I'm very excited about what's going on. Um, yeah, like I said earlier, it's like, you know, it's it kind of fulfills the original... Uh, idea george lucas had for star wars decades ago i'm i'm uh still kind of undecided on whether or not um they're planning on nine to be the end of the mainline star wars series or if they are keeping a 10 11 12 up their sleeve i I kind of uh you know around force awakens is coming out i was envisioning them making seven through nine waiting like 10 years or so and then you know because this is called the sequel trilogy and then they would come back with 10, 11, 12, and they would they would advertise it as the final trilogy because that's like you know because the original one of the original conceits with Star Wars is that it's a twelve it's twelve chapters like an old film serial they mm-hmm. would always be told in chapters before movies and yeah it's it's a twelve chapter thing so I think that's where they're I think going. It's still possible. I think uh, I think there'll be that's exactly what I think a decade. Yep, there's Linda Ruff. 10, 15 years. Hi. I think they'll go about a decade and then uh, announce that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, so, I think it's possible, yeah. but I don't know. I mean, there's there's been a lot of talk of, of them actually ending the Skywalker story with Nine. So um, it's Time still up in the air. Yeah, we're going to have to wait a couple more years to know for sure. Last Jedi out next week. Let us know on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram when you are going to be seeing The Last Jedi. Of course, as always, keep it spoiler-free, folks, for, for people who haven't seen the film. Um I told you, I've probably told the story a million times. A buddy of mine had it ruined for him so bad, Force Awakens. Really? Uh, TJ Luckman. Oh, um, TJ, really? How did that happen? I'm seeing Less Jedi with TJ, as yeah. well as Pavlok and Jumbo, and Little Miss Funeral. Oh, my gosh, the list goes on. Anyway. I have to check when your when your tickets are, because I have my tickets. Um, we'll we'll see if, if they coincide. What, uh, I think I have IMAX for uh, like seven something on. Uh, we are not IMAX, but I'm IMAX on uh, Saturday, so I'll be going back. Nice. Oh. Anyway, okay. <laughs> what to, what, what to, we'll talk about this later. Anyway. TJ had a text from a person he didn't know, <laughs> and it was a picture of Han Solo with the lightsaber through him <gasps> three days before the movie came out. And there wow, were four or five wait. other spoilers listed. How did that happen? Some douchebag found this on on the internet because there's. Preview screenings going on for Last Jedi right this week. Yeah, so somebody yeah. in there. People are seeing it on Saturday. I think that's what some of the the, the uh, Collider guys mentioned that they're seeing it on Saturday. Oh, um, let's get to be that level. He, we will be <laughs> absolutely. We will be Geekiverse one day. He you're here on the ground floor, ladies and gentlemen. But it, he shows me the picture. That what a like a I can't believe what that's, a jerk. That reminds me of like the videos of. Uh, People um, at the 
the Deathly Hallows book launches. Yes, which yes. I, I never cared about Harry Potter, but I really like. That's really like they flip to the back page up. and they say what happened. That's, that's so scummy, that's a really, right? Like, messed up. Is thing that to not do. the Why most like like? And people are waiting in line to get the book. Yeah. And there's people who were like the first in line got the book and then were like. Should I, can I say that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, like Harry lives and like you it's know. just it's so like it, it sounds stupid that's like sadistic stuff right there like you have nothing to gain by that it's kind of messed up yeah oh but you're just a terrible human being yeah. you're rooting that yeah. for someone who really cares about it so like if I yeah. if I'm not looking at my phone for the next week and a half that's why <laughs> I don't want to see any spoilers yeah, yeah. I could not believe but like the picture is dead on Han Solo's face like shocked with the lightsaber through him. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Well, there were like four or five spoilers. You didn't see it before the movie I came out. Okay, but wow. TJ's a good guy. Uh, yeah. He is a like, good guy, yeah. What, it sucks though. We're like, TJ and probably thousands of other people who got that text. TJ didn't deserve that. You know, you know TJ, he's a jerk sometimes. <laughs> I love, TJ, I love are you, you talking about TJ? Oh, you know TJ too. I know okay. I do. So you worked with him at... I do work with him at Local Edge. With, He's still at okay. Local Edge, I think. That's right. Yeah. Sam and I worked with him at GameStop. We oh, did, yeah. I didn't know that. Cool. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So I came out and then DJ came out and then Sam came out to our store from a different store. Okay. But yeah. Fun stuff. Yeah. Good well, times. Wow, well, it's like the Avengers and Game, <laughs> GameStop employees. Yeah, wow. I know. Da, 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 <laughs> we all we all have to get shawarma now. <laughs> Ooh, where are we going? Yeah. All right. What's going on at thegeekiverse.com for you guys? Sam, you wrote a little bit of a, an inspirational yet uh uh, criticism oh yeah i um i've been addicted to this phone game called animal crossing pocket camp i thought it was dark souls uh, yes, pocket edition been. oh pretty much it dark soul it crushes your soul <laughs> <laughs> animal crossing soul crusher um <laughs> but my article was um animal pocket uh yeah animal crossing pocket camp and the five stages of grief because that <laughs> game <laughs> uh because uh, i was talking to pete about it at the christmas party and i was very very vocal about how much like agony it's been giving me and he's like that sounds hilarious you should write about that and i was like you know what you're damn right i should <laughs> <laughs> that was a great idea for an article yeah yeah check that out at geekverse.com uh, Seth, uh, some Mega Man news this week, and you've also—oh boy, boy, boy—we've got a lot coming up. Yes, we do. Um, in terms of uh, the well, first of all, coverage—we've got the Game Awards and PSX. Certainly, yes. Yeah, there, there's some big. So there'll be some big uh, announcements and news coming out. We already, yeah, this week, uh, a huge big. deal for me. There was a. Uh, 30th anniversary uh, stream for uh, Mega Man, and I've been a big Mega Man fan since I was a kid. And they, uh, Capcom has been, I think, doing more right by their franchises than before. They've they've brought Resident Evil back in a great way, and now they're porting a lot of the old uh, Mega Man games to modern consoles, and they're actually making a brand new standalone classic Mega Man game, Mega Man 11, which is a, a big deal to me. So that's very exciting. But we got the Game Awards and PlayStation Experience coming up uh, later this week, and. Uh, Josiah and I were just working on the next installment of Defense Theater, <laughs> uh, where Josiah defends defending the, m- the movies y- you hate. Defending <laughs> the movies you hate. Yeah. Uh, defending was the Super- movies you hate. It was Superman Returns before, which was the one for me, and now Josiah is doing the Phantom Menace for him, which is something I don't stand behind personally. But that's why Josiah is doing it to make the the under the underdogs' voices heard. When okay, you is someone going to be doing Batman versus Superman? I might be. <laughs> 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 I assumed Seth was going to. I, I, 
realistically, I think I almost definitely will do Man of Steel. Um, BVS is. Oh, what? I think BVS is way more I like critically BV- panned than it will be. I Man love of, Man, Man of Steel. Steel. I thought that was like middle of the road. When like, that no. movie came out, it was really divisive. I heard a lot of criticism about Man of Steel. Um, BVS definitely more so. Um, okay. Yes, and yeah. I think Man of Steel is better than BVS. I think um, people would lose their minds if you did BVS to a point. No, listen, I, I can I, totally do one. I can get there. Yeah, I like BVS to a point. Right. I, I'm not where you are, but right. I mean, I did, I don't know if I've oversold how much I I like it. I think I think it's the ultimate cut, the the, the home video cut of it, is is really good. It's um, actually way better than the original. It is a big deal. It makes it, a big difference. It basically restores Superman's entire side of the story that they cut out. The yes, theatrical version. A lot of the theatrical version plots. is cut up very messy, and there's stuff that yes. doesn't make sense. And yeah, but but anyway, um, I got a lot on my list uh, for defense theater. But yeah, we're doing. Uh, of course, that's you know, uh, just a, a new series we've started up, and uh, Josiah is continuing on with Phantom Menace, and then uh, after that, uh, we'll see. Who tomorrow never knows. Oh, we got uh, we got the Geek Awards as well. Yes. Uh, so later this month. Look forward uh, to that. That'll be a big thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna Me and Josiah are going to be working on that. Knock out details for that. Uh, so basically the year-end re- rewards awards for uh, everything that you love in terms of gaming, movies, TV, comics. Uh, and we're introducing the Fan Geek Awards for the first time, so you can vote on those. Yes. Uh, which will be exciting. Make your voices heard, ladies and gentlemen. That's um, right. Mega Man, by the way, I am very excited about. Oh, I've yeah? uh, never played a Mega Man game. Yeah. I love um that's just uh yeah it was it was a big uh, just it was uh seminal for me when I was growing up and it uh, to this day remains just uh, a classic platforming series that just holds up so well the designs music everything it's great um I would also like uh in terms of upcoming content I would love to be able to do some uh, reviews of some of the many uh like non-blockbuster movies that are coming out soon cuz like Oscar season is kind of uh, coming about and there's going to be some big stuff coming out soon that I really want to see um, such as uh, The Disaster Artist uh, I was just Sha- going to say you need to review that I, I need to review The Disaster Artist but like Shape Guillermo del Toro's Shape of Water um, uh, th- Three Billboards Outside something Missouri whatever that movie's called and uh, th- there's a lot more coming out that um, I want to see probably won't be able to review all of it but I'd love to review some of it um, I already saw um Ladybird and Coco. A lot of stuff. me and me and my wife Emily just got Movie Pass, so we're able to see oh, a lot of things that we wouldn't see track. otherwise. Yep. Movie Pass is a great deal if if you want to see a lot of different things. So, do you know uh, about Movie Pass, Sam? No. Okay. Oh. So it's nine ninety nine a month. Nine ninety nine a month, and it's a physical card you can get, and it's basically. You yeah you pay ten dollars a month and then you can go see a movie a day like any as long as it's not three D or IMAX you can go like any theater and see a movie and so you could basically if you see like at least a movie a month basically you it pays mm-hmm. for itself so you could see oh I want to see all these movies but you know I don't have money for it but you can so, pay a flat fee of ten dollars uh, a month and then go day after day and see all these different things Captain Americanski uh, is yes. there a link that we can find this at uh, on the Geekiverse totally none, that, none that we profit from. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I forgot one. I thought that, oh, that's what I thought you were going for. You were no, like, no, believe no. it or not, it's, it's not affiliate. We don't have an affiliate program with Maybe this. Maybe now this we is will. Just fan plug right now. Yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. It's, it's really cool because I've been hearing just some friends and uh, some industry people I follow people talk love about it. it, and it's a uh, yeah. I mean, depending on how much of a movie follower you are, it's now a is it great through deal. Regal? No, no, I mean you. 
It's its you, own you thing. Could, it's, 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 it's its own thing, but you can go see movies at Regal, AMC. Oh, I mean, okay, like okay. North Park, the Riviera. It's like oh, all kinds I of theater. Oh, I didn't know that. So okay, like every, I thought it was like through a particular theater No, company. no, it's an independent thing, okay. but it's compatible with like every theater around here that I've checked. Uh, the Dipson, Amherst, so you can see you know smaller movies and stuff like that. Oh. So it's really cool. It would be worth it for me to get. Yeah. Because because then you could see Star Wars, Wars you can see a million times. Every day for a week. Yes. And it would only cost you the $10 a month. <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah. So Pavlok, I'm sold. Pavlok <laughs> and Jamie see about every movie that we go to see for the Geekiverse with me. This is how many times, according to the Regal app, we've been there in the past calendar year. <laughs> what? I don't think it's accurate. There's no, But then I started thinking. How many movies this year? Like, there were six alone before April that we saw. I saw four there were, twice. <laughs> I yeah. saw Wonder Woman twice. Yeah. See? Yeah, so, like, okay. that's the thing. So, I don't think, like, so my phone, basically, I show them, it says 30 visits. I don't think that's that crazy. Because, Lego Batman, John Wick, Beauty and the Beast, Thor, Justice League, Kingsman, Valerian, oh, yeah, Guardians, Pirates. Like, it goes Blade on Runner. and on. Blade yeah. Runner. Um, uh, so, like, so, that's the thing. I mean, movies cost... They're not generally cheap. at least fifteen dollars a pop. So yeah, I mean, t- unless you go that's to a just really for the small soda. Pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, like, I have enough regal points that the next fourteen movies I go to, if I never accumulate any more points, I have two dollar large refillable popcorns. <laughs> now, if that's not elite, I don't know what is. Elite. <laughs> 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 so. <laughs> Movie Pass, yes. Check it out. It's awesome. Everyone was talking about it a few weeks ago at a gathering. Yeah, Pavlok I, th- I and think I it's going to be a, a, a up and coming thing. Yeah. And get in before the price goes up because there's no yeah. way staying at nine ninety nine. <laughs> if, they, if they if the price goes up, then we're all going. <laughs> it's still worth it. It's but still it's worth still it. yeah. It would have to go up a lot before it's because uh, movies are so expensive. So uh, yeah. Yes. So that's cool. What I've been doing. So that's what's coming up at thegeekiverse.com. Booyah, I'm Josiah Grandma. Leroy. You son of a bitch. And have a happy tomorrow. I would never say that. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been writing a lot of shocker Star Wars coverage lately at thegeekiverse.com, whether it's theories on the like last You like it so Jedi. much, why don't you marry it? I uh, did already. What do you think this ring of the fingers for? Lauren, ridiculous. So <laughs> Inscription on the inside. It says, says you're... He, it says I know. <laughs> help me, no, it says help you, me one. <laughs> it says the letters you are my chosen one. It's and chosen ones in quotes, so you know it's talking about. Oh, what do you know? It does. Wow, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even. Luca must have planted that memory in my head. That's yeah, crazy. Oh, yeah. Wow. So Thanks. you can check that out at thegeekiverse.com. Like Seth mentioned, go to YouTube.com/slash/thegeekiverse. I star on Seth's new series, Defense Theater. I yes, said theater you. defense again. That's oh my it's gosh, called. it's terrible. <laughs> DT. Got it. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Every social media, Facebook.com slash thegeekiverse, Instagram also at thegeekiverse, Twitter is our last underscore. We've gotten rid of most of the underscores. Okay, yeah. So we're still we at the underscore Geekiverse. Yeah. Um, we've got some affiliates. Uh, one we want to mention in particular is a wonderful affiliate uh, named 26 Shirts. So Del Reed is the owner of that company. He uh, works and operates in Western New York, just like we do. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, uh, we have mm-hmm. partnered up to become the official sponsor of Fantastic Shirts. Fantastic, that's F A N T E E T. T-E-E-S-T-I-C So sorry about that But anyway uh, If you go on our social media You'll see that But there's a brand new uh, (gasps) Shirt every week And I love this shirt Yes This is the good one They're all good But this (laughs) is my favorite one This is your This is the one for you Yes Yes Yes. We got a a Parks and Rec uh, Shirt (laughs) up this week Which is 
They're yeah, not like the cover. yep, yep. It's where a it's Ron Swanson naked, <laughs> like the baby on the Nirvana cover, in the but in the pool. But he is uh, chasing after bacon that's on a fishing hook. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> yeah, it's probably my favorite so far too. Yeah, yeah they're uh, getting better. It's a pretty good one. Um, they, we've we've done a few. Uh, we've had some Star Wars. We've had some uh, superhero stuff. Can't You're wait to see what's awesome next. Awesome one right now. That's Justice Logger. Justice Logger. Yeah. The caveat: these shirts are available only for one week. So Monday mm, yeah. through Sunday. Once they're gone, they're gone. But when you purchase it. Uh, the Geekiverse has a special 10% off coupon code, which you have to follow us on social media to get. It's different each week. Uh, the bigger caveat is that 8% of each shirt I know what it proceeds is. will go to... <laughs> this is for other people. We're, co- we're not just talking to you, Sam. <laughs> I want to say it. <laughs> go for it's it. great. The code word is meat. The code word this, oh, this week. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? Okay. Yeah, okay. So, no. yeah, this week's is meat. That'll be different next time. Maybe <laughs> it'll be man meat, and it'll be the office. Yeah. But probably not. Anyway, uh, 8% of each sale goes to charity or family in need. Um, right now, we're working with 1330 Cancer, which helps for uh, youths and adolescents who have cancer um, and supporting them any way that we can. Um, and then also, the last month's worth of shirts went to the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. So Del Reed is a wonderful individual who has been popular in the Buffalo sports scene for a while, and now he's decided to partner up with us and get into the geeky scene. So, yeah, uh, awesome, awesome. Very, very good stuff. Can't yeah. wait to see what happens in the new year. I think we've covered just about everything. So uh, a big end to the, to the month. We've got Last Jedi, Geek Awards. Mm-hmm. Where can we find everybody on social media? I am at Cap Americanski on Twitter. Booyah. Check me out. Booyah, Grandma. Yeah. For all your booyah, Grandma, all your, yeah. <laughs> your Crash Bandicoot hot takes. Hey, if the rumors are any indication, maybe a Spyro hot take for a oh, Spyro HD, HD yes! collection will be coming next. Yes! Oh. We shall see in a matter of days, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe we can meet Spyro yes. at uh, E3 next year. I would love that. He, yeah. Spyro had he some like great commercials, guy. too. And he, he yeah. had his yes. own personality in the commercials. He was always... He was always toasting the sheep, and that was always thing. That the, the, the one sheep was wait. always protesting. Cannot wait. Anyway, yes. Hope it's real. PlayStation it's stuff. Real. All right. Anyway. Sammy B, you're on Instagram. I am. You can follow me. I am Little Beans and Taco Cat. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find all of my. Uh, Someone put up a gun to Sam's head and said, Think of an Instagram name <laughs> right now. She's like, Oh. <laughs> I was like, I like tacos and I <laughs> and little beans. <laughs> and little beans. Okay, okay. The story behind that is that I call my fur animals, like my fur babies, my beans. So oh, okay. little beans, and I'm Taco so Cat. Not even Stevens. Oh, you're reference. Taco Cat. I'm Taco I Cat. I didn't know yeah, that. That's my PlayStation name. What? Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Aha, uh-huh, the more you know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're not even PlayStation Network friends. Am I PlayStation Network friends with you? You I even have so. a PlayStation, yeah. you Xbox yeah, lover. Yeah. I have PS4. Dude, I play all the exclusives. <laughs> yeah, only when I want to. And Star Wars Battlefront because they had the sweet Darth Vader PS4. Of course. But that's mm-hmm. not... Yeah anywhere what we're talking about yeah yeah my i think we are friends on uh P- yeah but my psn name is um red converse it was from a while back and you know if i, if I change oh, it i, I would, I would love accurate. to change it to yeah. uh come on shuhei Sh- yeah shuhei let us change our let names. Us change our names please <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah. bro hey bro Shida, am i right i got a picture with him a very awkward picture yes i do and hey i'm wearing a playstation coat in my playstation profile picture so eat that little seems taco like more, seems like more of a pr move to me oh, than sam well, seems like he's trying to you seem like a pr oh, I, move i think i think he really is yeah yeah 
Oh, you're all dead. Okay, disconnecting your mics. Three, two, one. So yeah. for Sam, for Seth, I'm the real Josiah. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you soon. <laughs>